Hey, Monica here. I have a couple of announcements to make before we get to the episode. If you don't follow me on Instagram or if you're not subscribed to my newsletter and you don't know, I've published a short story on Amazon. It's called Angelica and it's about a PhD student who has to move to a moldy, dirty apartment and the place is horrible so she has to struggle to make herself at home while dealing with an angry homophobic neighbor and a stranger who thinks uh, the apartment is his. So Angelica thinks she's going crazy and at some point she's gonna have to face the facts. Um, is she alive or dead? Well, you have to find out uh, reading the short story, so you can find it on Amazon. You'll find the link to the short story in the episode notes. Also, you're going to notice in this episode that I'm trying something new, I'm trying something different. I've decided to record the episode as a video episode as well, not just the audio content. So uh, if you want to see the beautiful covers that I'm showing, if you want to see my face while I speak to you, you can go to youtube.com slash Monica Sanoli to watch the video. All right, enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. You're listening to Lateral Media. Welcome back to the podcast, welcome back to the YouTube channel. So this is something new that I decided to try out. I don't know if I'm going to get used to it, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I decided to try it out anyway. So um, instead of just recording myself while I record the podcast episode, I decided to get the episode and turn it into a video as well. So you get like the same content, but audio, visual, and like two versions of the same thing. You know, you know how it goes, you know what I mean. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Let me know if you like it. You know, like, subscribe, all of those things that I really don't know how to tell you how to do. And I just feel awkward doing those things, telling you to do those things. I feel awkward when I have to say it in the podcast as well. But hey, welcome back to the podcast and to the channel. All right. So I have a huge pile of books here. I have 20 books that, you know, things got out of hand. <laughs> We can say that things got out of hand a little bit, so I wanted to talk to you about this new acquisitions and some of them I have already read, but most of them I haven't. So yeah, let's talk about the new books that I got. So the first book that I'm going to show you, this is not in chronological order, like I don't remember which one was the first one that I got, <laughs> so I can make it chronological. But the first book I'm going to tell you about is The Push 
by Ashley Aldrin. This is uh, the Brazilian Portuguese version edition, right? So I really haven't seen, I think, the original cover, but I, I, I have the feeling that it's more or less the same. I don't know. Anyway. So when I read books that are new, I really don't like to know much about the plot. I don't like to know what the book is about very much. I like to have like a, a general idea, but not know the details. So that's why I won't be able to tell you like in detail about um, most of these books, I believe. But uh, The Push, what I know about The Push is that it's about bad parenting and it's about a mother who hates her firstborn but then she has another son and she likes uh i think she had a daughter first and then she has a son and then she likes the son or like tries to be good a good mother for the son i i have no idea if i'm saying saying it right i'm really not going to read it <laughs> read anything that is here um, but yeah, this is what it, this is about. Um, but if I, if I'm not getting the details right, it's about bad parenting. And yeah, it's, you know, something that I like to read about. So, uh, yeah, this is The Push. The next one is by a Brazilian author. This is Os Dois Mundos de Isabel by Daniela Arbex. Uh, so Daniela Arbix is a journalist and last year I read um, Holocausto Brasileiro. Is that the name of the book? Yes, Holocausto Brasileiro. It's right here, I think. <laughs> so, and, and it was really, really good. So Brazilian Holocaust. Holocausto Brasileiro is about these um, asylum that was for people who didn't fit the standards of quote-unquote normal societies. So black people, women, women who try to do something about their situation, women who try to be different, uh, people who had all sorts of conditions. It, it was a really horrible thing and the book is really good. So I wanted to read... Um, everything that Daniela Arbex has written. So that's why I got Os Dois Mundos de Isabel. So this book is about a girl who was born in the countryside of Brazil in 1924. And when she was nine years old, she started to uh, see things and listen to things that nobody understood. So from what I believe, she was a medium and she tried to act on it. She tried to use it for good. And people around her didn't understand what she was doing because I think it, she was like the first woman and I think especially the first uh, child who like knowingly manifested this gift and tried to do something about it and spoke up about it here in Brazil. So yeah. Anyway, I'm very curious to read about Isabel. I'm very curious to read about her work, about her story. And I'm very curious to check out Daniela Arbex, Arbex's writing again. This is Os Dois Mundos de Isabel by Daniela Arbex. I love this cover. The next one is Hell House by Richard Matson. 
I honestly have no idea what this book is about. I just uh, liked the cover and I wanted to read um, horror. I was looking for horror books to to hoard, honestly, <laughs> until it was October again. Um, so yeah, that's why I got this one. I hope I can read it before Halloween and spooky season. But this is Hell House. Let's see if I can uh, tell you something about it. So Hell House is the scariest haunted house novel ever written. Sounds promising. It looms over the rest the way the mountains loom over the foothills. And Stephen King said that. So, hmm, it really sounds promising. Um, Rove Rudolf Deutsch is going to die, but when Deutsch... A wealthy magazine and newspaper publisher starts thinking seriously about his impending death. He offers to pay a physicist and two mediums, one physical and one mental, $100,000 each, to establish the facts of life after death. Dr. Lionel Barrett, the physicist, accompanied by the mediums, traveled to the Belasco House in Maine, which has been abandoned and sealed since 1949 after a decade of drug addiction, alcoholism, and debauchery. For one night, Barrett and his colleagues investigate the Belasco House and learn exactly why the town folks refer to it as the Hell House. I... wow... I'm really interested now. Now that I wasn't before, I was, but now, mm, I think this is going to be really good. I'm sure it's not, but it sounded a little bit like um, Hill House, right? The premise, at least. And then there's The Silent Patient by Alex McAllidis. I don't know how to pronounce his name, I'm sorry. Uh, I literally know nothing about this book. I just got it because um, I've heard very good things about it. But um, yeah, let's find out. Let's see if we can find something out here. Alicia Berenson lived a seemingly perfect life until one day six years ago when she shot her husband in the head five times. Since then, she hasn't spoken a single word. It's time to find out why. Sounds good. And then something magical happened because I bought and I read uh, Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I was obsessed. I really wanted to read this book. And when I read it, it like just, it took over my life for a week. Um, because I, I read it in one or two days, I think. Um, but then I just... It, everything I watched on YouTube was about this book. Every playlist that I've listened to on Spotify was about this book. I started listening to Fleetwood Mac and I just couldn't stop. So <laughs> I'm obsessed with Taylor Jenkins Reid now. And I love her writing and I really, really love this book. So this is the Brazilian edition which is so beautiful and then I was obsessed because I was obsessed with her I um, immediately went and bought like the same day the same minute I finished Daisy Jones I bought um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Malibu Rising 
Uh, these are the Brazilian covers, Brazilian editions as well. So I know very little about them. So Daisy Jones, yeah, right. So Daisy Jones and the Six is about the rise and fall of a 70s rock band. Um, basically, no one wants to say that, but basically Taylor Jenkins Reid was obsessed or is still obsessed with, um, what's her name? Stevie Nicks and... Oh my god, I don't remember his name. So, Stevie Nicks and her ex-husband from Fleetwood Mac. She was obsessed with them as a couple, and she was obsessed with how their um, relationship translated into their music. Um, and there, there was, like, another couple in Fleetwood Mac as well, and I believe they were a little bit controversial as well. So, she kind of invented Daisy Jones in the Six, and she wrote this fan fiction about them. <laughs> I just loved it so much. It's so good. And I know that these books are not really connected. Not really, but they are a little bit, so that's why I got these two. Uh, the Seven Husbands of... Here. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo... I think it was the first book that Taylor Jenkins Reid published, I'm not sure. And I know that it's about an actress that had seven husbands, but um, that's all I know. I know that it's full of gossip and like this book is a gigantic gossip um, thread, I think. That's all I know. <laughs> And I'm excited to read it. And then Malibu Rising. And I have really no idea what Malibu Rising is about. I know it, uh, it is about a family that lives in Malibu. And I know they have like connections to other characters from other books. But that's it. And it's probably full of gossip as well. I know I'm going to love it. Mm. I'm planning on making an episode about these three books, so stay tuned. I don't know when that's going to be, but stay tuned. So then I got Linger by Maggie Steve Otter. Linger is the second book in the Wolves of Mercy Falls series, and I love it. So in the first book, which was uh, Shiver, right? In the first book, uh, we met Grace and Sam, and I don't want to give you spoilers. <laughs> there are wolves involved here. There are werewolves. Uh, this is the second book. I don't want to talk about the second book without talking about the first, like giving you spoilers of the first book. So there are wolves, werewolves. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. And Maggie Stiefvater is amazing. I love her writing. You already know that, so... This is Linger. I'm excited to read it. And then I got Lone by Michael... No, Andrew Michael Hurley. So, honestly, I just got it because I like the cover. Let's just admit it. Uh, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful, this hardcover. Look at this. It's really, really beautiful. 
I just, I, I liked the cover. I have no idea what it's about. Uh, I know that Stephen King said that it's not only good, it's sensational. It's an extraordinary work of fiction. So if Stephen King said it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, all right, so what is Loney about? Let me check. Oh, the English title, like the original title just found out, is The Loney. When the remains of a young child are discovered during a winter storm on a stretch of the bleak Lancashire coastline known as the Loney, a man named Smith is forced to confront the terrifying and mysterious events that occurred 40 years years earlier when he visited the place as a boy. At that time, his devoutly Catholic mother was determined to find healing for Hanny, uh, his disabled older brother, and so the family, along with members of their parish, embarked on an Easter pilgrimage to an ancient shrine. But not all the locals were pleased to see visitors in the area, and when the two brothers found their lives entangling with a glamorous couple, Staying at a nearby house, they became involved in more troubling rites. Smith feels he's the only one to know the truth, and he must bear the burden of his knowledge, no matter what the cost. Proclaimed a modern classic by the Sunday Telegraph, the Loney marks the arrival of an important new voice in fiction. Alright. I liked it. Sounds promising. Um, sounds a bit complex. I liked it. Okay, and then I got... To be fair, <laughs> I didn't buy these books this year. I was part of the um, crowdfunding for them. So, uh, this is... Submersão and Profundezas Sombrias. I love the covers by Juliana Daglio. So... She's a Brazilian author. I've talked about her, not to her, but about her before. Uh, so these books are part of a series called O Lago Negro. This book, is, this series is about a girl who moves to a small town in the countryside of Sao Paulo, the state of Sao Paulo. And she goes there to study because there's a university there. And she writes she starts she's writing a book right and or she starts writing a book and the book is about vampires and angels um and all of that but then she finds out that it's not the first time that she writes the book like she's written a book before but she has no memory of it or knowledge of it and the story that she's writing, right? The the story of the book that she wrote and then like she continues writing. The story is about um it's actually a metaphor for things that are actually happening in that small town and all over the world. And yeah, it's a little crazy. I love it. I love Juliana Daglio. Uh and this is it. So, Submersão is the second book, I've already read it, and Profundezas Sombrias is the um, third book. There will be a fourth one in the future. And, oh, I also got a short story that goes, like, 
between these two is a fat interior. So, very good. And then I got Legion by William Peter Blatty. I was dying to get my hands on this book, honestly. Uh, it's beautiful. Look at this edition. It's Brazilian. Um, look at this. This is incredible. So this is the sequence to The Exorcist, which is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, read it. And then read Legion. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell you what this is about because I don't know what this is about. And I don't want to, like in detail, right? I don't want to know what this book is about because I want to be surprised. I want to go in blind and like not knowing anything. And I want to be surprised. So another one for October, right? that I hope I read before October. And then I got Irene by Pierre Lemaitre. Lemaitre, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't speak French, I'm so sorry. So, oh my God, this book. Um, I just got this book, it was thrifted. I just got it because um, I've always heard people talking about this book and saying that it's really good but I was like oh, okay one day one day one day and then I was um checking some books at a store and um secondhand used books uh, store and I saw it it was like this on top you know on top of other books and I was like oh okay Irene let me get it and then I read it and oh my god it's really good. So Irene is the first book in the Camille Verhoeven trilogy. This book is about a serial killer who starts killing women based on uh, famous novels, like famous thriller novels. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It has twists and turns that honestly you don't expect. Like you don't expect that the author is going to go there, but he goes there and I, I really don't want to say anything because I really think you need to go in blind, as blind as you can, to enjoy it. Uh, like, to enjoy... To reach the maximum potential of enjoyment that you can. Um, yeah. Irene is... The only thing that I'm going to say is that Irene is the name of Camille's wife. He's the detective like the, the protagonist here, and Irene is his wife. That's all I'm going to say. Mmm, I just love this book so much, it's so good. And then I got Anne of Green Gables by Ellen Montgomery. This is also a Brazilian uh, edition. I got a lot of books in Portuguese, as you can see, because they are cheaper love the illustrations okay so i have no idea what anne of green gables is about <laughs> i'm just saying this about <laughs> all of the books and it's not exactly true i know that uh she's adopted but that like she's not the girl that the family wanted or something like that i have no idea <laughs> So I just got it because I felt like reading it and I liked the cover. Sorry. 
Another classic that I got was The Secret Garden. This one is uh, an English edition by Frances Hodgson Burnett, or Burnett, I don't know. Uh, when Mary Lenox is sent to Missilwaith Manor to live with her uncle, everybody says she is the most disagreeable looking child ever seen. It is true, too. Mary is pale, spoilt, and quite contrary, but she is also hor horribly lonely. Then one day she hears about a garden in the grounds of the manor that has been kept locked and hidden for years, and when a friendly robin helps Mary find the key, she discovers the most magical place anyone could imagine. So I'm really excited to read this one. It's so cute, and um, I've never read it. I know that is a classic. I've never read it, but now I'm going to read it at some point. And then I got Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. This is the Brazilian edition as well. Uh, I was dying to get this book as well because, just because, you know. I know that it's like a soft gothic um, novel. There's evil, there's a mansion, there's a woman. It's enough for me. So uh, I feel like it's very similar to The Silent Companions by Laura Perso. I have an episode about this one. You can go check it out. I don't know if it is, but I feel like it's similar to that. Like, the tone, at least. But I'm sure I'm going to like this book. So, that's uh, Mexican Gothic. And then I got One in Three by Tess Stimson. Uh, this is the Brazilian edition. It was translated as Ex-Wife or ex slash wife. I loved the title. So this is about a guy who was found murdered and his wife, his current wife and his ex-wife were like at the scene and had blood all over them. Uh, so like it's an investigation, who killed him, that sort of thing. I liked it. I didn't love it. I feel like a lot of people love this book and I didn't love it that much, but I liked it. It's a good thriller. And then I got No Exit by Taylor Adams, uh, also the Brazilian edition. And I got it because I wanted to watch the movie and I wanted to read the book before watching the movie. This is like the lamest excuse to get a book. Um, no, that's not true. The, lame ex the lamest excuse is... Um, because you like the cover. But yeah, this is the second latest. <laughs> this book is about a girl named Darby, and she is driving to see her mother because her mother is dying. She has cancer, and she has to get to her mother in another city. So she is driving, but she is in the mountains in Colorado when she is stopped by a blizzard. And she has to stop and spend the night at a rest stop. Um, there are some people there in the rest stop, they're all like strangers to her, obviously, and she, there's like a couple, um, an old man and an old woman, they, they are not so young, and two other guys, and Darby, by chance, she sees a girl that is, uh, locked in a cage inside a van that is like next to her car in the rest stop 
So one of the people there, like, is responsible for, like, kidnapping that girl. Um, and then she has to try and solve the mystery and save the girl and all of that. It's a really good book. It's a really entertaining thriller. I didn't like the movie as much as I liked the book. Um, there is one scene, though, in the movie that made it, you know, super worth it. Uh, if you know, you know. So, yeah. This is No Exit by Taylor Adams. And then I got, because I'm meant to buy Vitor Bonini. He is a Brazilian author. And this book is a book about... Oh my god, what's his name? Conrado Bardelli. Yes, Conrado Bardelli is a detective um, that Vitor Bonini likes to write about. The only thing I know about this book is that Bardelli was invited to a wedding in a farm. So he's probably like staying there, uh, sleeping there for the wedding. And um, I believe that when everybody is waiting for uh, the bride, you know, to walk the aisle, something happens, someone screams, and then someone is found dead. I don't know who, obviously, because I haven't read the book. So <laughs> someone is found dead and, you know, Bardelli is there. So now he has to work. He was just a guest and now he has to work. So his weekend was ruined. And I'm excited to read this book because the only book that I've read by Bonini was Colega de Quarto. And it was about uh, Detective Bardelli as well. And I liked it. So excited to read this one, O Casamento. Finally, I thought it was going to fall. Finally, I got The Nightmare by Lars Kapler. So they are a couple, right? They are, yeah, here. They are a couple. Her name is Alexandra, and his name is Alexander. Amazing. So this is The Nightmare by Lars Kepler. I don't know what it is about. I really don't want to know, so I'm not going to be able to tell you anything. But yeah, it's a thriller. That's all I know. And these were the 20 books that I shouldn't have bought, but I did. And um, I need to stop buying books. So I'm going to stop buying books for now. You know, I'm going to um, put myself on a book ban for a little while. Especially because uh, this is the first time I'm, I'm telling other people. So you guys, you're probably going to see this and listen to this much later. But anyway, you guys are the first people to hear this or actually the first people I'm telling this to. Um, we're going to move. So this is the last time you'll be seeing this um, background, my living room. So slash office, right? So yes, we're going to move to a new house. We've been looking for a new place for a little over a year now. Um, we This apartment is great. We loved living here. And we had... We, we evolved so much as people. We, we grew so much as people and as a couple here. Um, but it's time to move on, you know. 
we we felt like we've outgrown it you know a little bit and it's not about space actually because the new house is uh smaller than this apartment but it's about living in a place that favors our creativity and the stage in life that we are right now um so yeah it's it's a feeling that we had that you know it's it's not okay to be here anymore we've kind of we're kind of tired of it so we wanted a place that was that reflected actually what we are feeling right now and who we are as people as persons right now also this apartment is getting really uh expensive so we wanted to find something more affordable as well so um, it took us this long to find a place that checked all of the boxes that we wanted checked. And I think we finally did. Um, so we're probably signing the lease later this week. But you're going to hear this and see this much later. But yeah, you were the first people who I'm telling this to. So yeah, this is the last time you're going to be seeing the bricks, right? <laughs> the very useful bricks that I use in class sometimes. But that's it. Uh, let's see if I like this new style of video slash podcast. Um, let me know what you think. Like and subscribe. If, you, if you're listening to this on uh, Spotify, you can, you know, rate the podcast there as well. So please do it. It, it really helps. And that's it. See you in another video or another episode of the podcast. Bye-bye. Esta foi uma produção Lateral Media. Se você gostou do programa, talvez você goste do Uma Batata e Uma Coquinha, um podcast em português onde um jogador experiente e uma novata falam sobre jogos. Você também pode gostar do Inglês para Mulheres, um podcast de cursos em áudio onde cada temporada lidará com uma habilidade diferente da língua inglesa. A primeira temporada é sobre writing e está completa e disponível para você. Confira todos os programas em monicasanoli.com.br barra lateral tracinho mídia, M-E-D-I-A, mídia em inglês. Ou clique no link na descrição deste episódio. Obrigada por ouvir.